Hey there, friends. It's Nick with episode 321 of the Story Hacker podcast. Oh, 321. That's that's a pleasant number, isn't it? Um, listen, I want to talk to you about a memory I've been carrying around for, for 35 years. It's a weird one. And if you're as old as I am, you might remember what I'm talking about. But it's this. I've got a memory of Kermit the Frog turning up at the Oscars to give an award. Now, a couple of interesting things about this. In my memory, he turned up with Miss Piggy. But I find out, having googled it earlier on that it was actually a scooter he turned up with and he gives this speech this speech about how puppets have gone from tv and now they're making movies and you know they can do anything that any other actors can do right and then he turns to scooter this is kermit turns to scooter and says right okay open the envelope and of course (laughs) it's a it's a dumb gag because aside from not having opposable thumbs or fingernails Scooter is a puppet, you know, he's, he can't open anything, right? And it, I was reminded about this because I'm reading a bit about working memory at the moment. In, and I'm, I'm interested because when we're telling our story, or indeed any kind of messaging, you know, we want to try and design it for the platform of the recipient right now. To stretch this metaphor to breaking points. Puppets, puppets, puppets have a certain physical platform. They have certain capabilities when manipulated by skilled people, right? But it doesn't matter how skilled the person is operating the puppet. A puppet is not going to be able to open an envelope. Certainly not a puppet like Kermit or a puppet like Scooter. And in the same way, when we're talking about our stories, our products, our services, any kind of messaging really... We are targeting them at a platform that is human, you know, at the moment, right? In general, we are targeting them at a platform that's human. Although I suppose, I suppose you could, you could say that there's plenty of copy online, which is sort of written really, it's not written in human, it's written in Google and it's there for SEO purposes. But leaving that as a side, when we're, when we're speaking to people, we're targeting a human platform and that makes things like working memory really important. I mean, you may know this, this this prevalent idea, which I believe to be true till quite recently, that um, someone in the 60s, I think, a, a psychologist in the 60s came up with this magic number, seven plus or minus two. And this is the number of things that we can hold in our memory, somewhere between five and nine, depending on how sort of intellectually dexterous we are. But actually, I've, I've been reading about learning recently and it turns out that in 2001 a chap called Cowan um, went through a whole load of studies did a whole lot of sort of meta research really and came to the conclusion that the number is much much closer to four four things we can hold in our mind and there's there's a couple of really good metaphors around this and metaphors as, as we know they're useful in stories they're also really useful in learning so a couple of ones that I've heard are, uh, for short-term memory, for working memory. One is kind of juggling. You know, we can keep only a few things in the air at once. And the way we do that is by constantly adding a little bit of energy to them. Because if if we don't add the energy, they decay, yeah, they disappear. And um, the other one which I really like is this metaphor of this huge, huge library. So imagine you, you're sitting in a massive library, a massive room, like the Oxford Reading Library or the London Reading Library or something, the British Museum Reading Library, one, one of the ones like that. There's, you know, there's books everywhere. And you have, you can go and get any amount of knowledge, any amount of information and data and what have you. 
but you have to put them on the table in front of you. And the table, my friends, that table is really small. And I think this is a really interesting metaphor for the difference between short-term and long-term memory. And it's something I'm I'm really personally interested in because one of the things I find is that my, <laughs> my memory is terrible. Even for things that I've written, even for books that I've written, you know, I have to ask my wife sometimes, what did that character do in that scene? You know, so I think it's really interesting and useful. And the other, I guess the implication for all of us is how often are we putting stuff out into the world that doesn't, is never going to work well with the human platform, with the human mind. And we can see that when we write really, really complex um, articles. We can see that when we write really, really complex sentences. You know, one of the things that becomes clear, I think, when you start looking at the research into short-term memory, working memory, is that it's the amount you can store is is different for different kinds of things. So, for example, random numbers you can store a certain amount, words and sentences you can store a certain amount. But our auditory um, memory, what I think is called the phonological loop, I think, something like that, is supposedly only two seconds long. So we can remember the last two seconds of what we've heard, you know, and replay that to ourselves. But then it sort of starts to decay. And, you know, we've all done that experiment, haven't we? When we're trying to remember a, a phone number or something, we don't do it slowly. We don't repeat it back to ourselves slowly. We repeat it back to ourselves quickly because if it goes outside that kind of couple of seconds, you know, it's just going to disappear. Yeah. And, um, you know, again, this is so relevant, I think, if we're talking about simple stuff like the length of the sentences that we're we're writing you know people who write sentences with huge clauses in them can really run the risk if it's complicated stuff of people getting to the end and not really remembering how it started yeah so so this is my simple simple thought i guess for today is you know whatever business you're in whatever story you are telling make sure that it's sort of fundamentally compatible with the human platform because otherwise you're going to end up trying to open an envelope with a piece of cloth <laughs> and that would be a shame because as we all know your story means business thanks for listening hey this is nick thanks again for listening to dig deeper search for story.business